Hi, I'm President Dennis A. Erdl. Thank you for joining us for the 11th episode of the Firesidecast. Today I'm joined in the studio by Cabinet Member Jonathan Orth. Thanks for having me, Dennis. It's good to be back. It's great to have you, John. We'll be spending much of today's episode talking about the school board's decision to get rid of um, our computers and to replace them with iPads for the next school year. John, I, I know a lot of um, parents and a lot of students um, have very strong opinions about mm. this issue. What's your opinion? Um, well, I think there's not a whole lot of reason behind it besides uh, kind of cost and control. Um, one thing is that the, the budget for the laptops and the one-to-one -one technology is kind of one and the same with the, the budget for the new building. And I think uh, they've kind of took a lot um, out of that budget out for that new building, kind of more than they should have. So now they're forced to make these uh, budget cuts. And um, another thing um, is kind of control. One thing they mentioned in their email is that uh, they will be able to provide more like age-appropriate material. Um, so they're, they're kind of trying to also restrict it even further because there's a lot of capability of laptops um, that you don't really get with iPads. Well, um, you, you brought up the funding issue and mm -hmm. um, I believe in the second episode, um, Kevin and I um, were talking about um, how the, the school's plan right now for the, for the new school, <coughs> excuse me, is already over budget. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I believe there were two separate tax levies passed, one for um, the technology, which I believe mm -hmm. was passed uh, about three or four years ago, um, when, back when we were in sixth grade, and then mm -hmm. um, the, another one last year um, for the new school. So I'm, I, I am a bit surprised yeah. that the school doesn't have adequate funding because when they were asking us to pass this, this tax levy as mm -hmm. the taxpayers of Upper Arlington, we were promised $1,000 computers, not yeah. a $300 iPad. It, one thing that could be a possibility is that they may have the money to pay for um, a whole new set of laptops, but realistically it would be a much better alternative, they would have a lot more to spend if they went with iPads. Um, and one thing, you mentioned the like $1,000 computer, which is uh, accurate for current MacBooks. Um, and one thing they cite in their email too is OSU's recent one-to-one uh, -one technology program with iPad Pros, which um, while are similar to the ones that we will be receiving, uh, don't ha quite have the same capabilities. So I think that's not a very accurate comparison to have. And if they were to get as iPad Pros, there's almost no point because they have roughly the same price point as the current MacBook Airs. So. And um, of course, I I'd say a, a lot of the students probably use um, their computers to type essays yes. or create a PowerPoint or well, Google Slides. We, we don't have PowerPoint because uh, we have Apple computers, but um, a, a Google Slide. And I can't see anyone doing those sort of projects on an iPad because, mm -hmm. first of all, there isn't a keyboard, and we'll get to that later, yes. um, but you, you don't have a keyboard, mm -hmm. and it's incredibly difficult to do any sorts of projects like that mm -hmm. on an iPad. I, I do see um, it working for um, younger elementary students. Yes. I, I think an iPad mm -hmm. for them is perfectly reasonable. I, I mean, you can't expect mm -hmm. a kindergartner to have a MacBook Air, but I think once you get to middle school, 
the computer definitely makes way more sense in my eyes. I know um, since we were given computers in seventh grade, a, a lot of classwork has been transferred onto mm -hmm. the computer. For example, with Math Excel, Google Classroom, Schoology, other online school components. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I think making such a drastic change to the school's computer policy while a lot of the schooling is going on via computer, I, I think that's absurd. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, um, you talked about how iPads are suitable for uh, elementary, and I recently traveled to uh, Wycliffe Elementary as part of uh, Hour of Code. Um, and within that environment, the iPads are a very good tool, and they're very understandable for the students. Um, but and experiencing uh, middle school with the uh, laptops, I don't, I couldn't imagine uh, making that switch with the iPads. Um, and I think a lot of the, you said, like a lot of the current things we're doing now uh, would be very difficult or almost impossible to do with uh, iPads. Well, I do completely um, agree with your points about the younger children. Um, let's transition a bit to the um, keyboard part. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know the school was planning to rent out um, keyboards. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a very good idea. Um, for one, I'd say a lot of students um, tend to type essays at home mm -hmm. rather than at school and um, it would make it very difficult, I'd say, to do homework assignments. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? Um, yeah, so I, I think the whole idea of having basically these communal keyboards that you borrow for the day, not even for like a while, um, and that, and the way they word it in their email, it, it definitely seems like you won't be able to take them home, and I feel like that definitely inhibits classwork. Um, and we, we talked about like writing essays, how that would be hard on an iPad, and the keyboard makes it definitely easier. Um, so I, I couldn't imagine doing it without that. Um, and another thing is, it's kind of, I don't know if unhygienic is the word, but I think it's odd to have kind of these shared keyboards. And I don't know how difficult it would be to provide students with keyboards because um, it almost be equipped of, because every student has, you know, like a laptop charger, which costs a substantial amount, and if they're saving money with the iPads, they should be able to provide um, additional equipment that would make them more usable. Of course, and um, I, uh, this brings me to my next point. Um, throughout last week, um, starting as soon as this email was sent out, a lot of the students, um, in including myself, um, and I'd say uh, a, a lot of the class government mm -hmm. um, has been um, firmly opposed yeah. um, to this measure um, by the school board. I know um, I started a petition, a paper mm -hmm. one, and I was able to collect um, 218 signatures. Well, actually about 230 now as of today. Um, however, that's nothing compared to another petition, which is going on change.org. Mm -hmm. I believe they have close to 2,000 yeah. signatures. And I think that should send a very strong message um, to the folks on the school board, because they are, after all, 
elected officials, mm -hmm. and they do have to answer to the public of Arlington. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think these measures that students are taking are uh, very good, and they're in the right direction. Um, of course, it's very hard to change uh, a decision like this, uh, especially since it's mostly been already made. But uh, the two things that you kind of need if you want to make an impact on um, public policy like this is uh, a lot of people, which we have um, both from students, parents, uh, company leaders, and we also have a steady argument that we can defend and uh, use to fight with. So mm -hmm. if we keep going with this, uh, on this path of defending um, our right to make these laptops and with our current argument, um, I think it is possible, although unlikely, that we could uh, actually make an impact. Yes, I, I, I certainly hope so. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to send out a message to um, everyone in the class of 2021 and um, all students in Upper Arlington. As the class president of the sophomore class, I will fight for our computers and I, I will keep on fighting. Um, until we get our computers back. Mm -hmm. um, before we move on, uh, one more additional point uh, that kind of defeats the whole uh, purpose of the iPads is classes such as computer science or engineering where the software that is required for those like uh, uh, Java IDs or 3D modeling software is completely not available on the iPads. And in those circumstances, and they vaguely refer to this in their email, students will be provided with other devices, aka laptops. So I think what will happen is a large amount of students are gonna take these courses, which are not easy courses, um, mm -hmm. in order to receive these laptops. And I think it's, um, you're definitely gonna see a lot of people trying to get their laptops back. Now, um, I don't think um, the, the school board at this point will be willing mm -hmm. to bend down completely to the computer advocates, but what I'd like to propose is a phase-out system, <clears throat> mm -hmm. similar to what was done with Open Lunch. Um, I think the people who currently have computers um, should be able to keep them until they graduate. Um, but then the new incoming classes start out with the iPads. I think that would make for a, a good compromise mm -hmm. um, in which advocates for both of the policies um, can get something out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that would also allow for teachers to slowly adjust their course structure because I think um, that would be somewhat necessary with a switch like this. Um, and I, yeah, I think that would be good because one reason we, we're seeing a whole lot of people uh, talking out against this is, compared to open lunch is it's this kind of gradual change that is more acceptable um, and more it, it's easy to get used to compared to this kind of uh, thing that affects everyone at the same time and is super sudden and it's mm -hmm. just um, it, it leaves a lasting impact on people. Like, like you said it will definitely lead, leave a lasting impact on Upper Arlington for a long time, regardless of the decision the mm -hmm. um, school board eventually makes. Um, but we will keep on fighting for uh, computers. And I know um, there are 2,000 students and uh, a lot of um, parents stand with us. Mm -hmm. 
And um, as I was collecting signatures for the petition, um, I would say the majority of the teachers um, who I went up to um, to ask if they'd like to sign the petition said that they support the cause, but that they can't sign it. Mm. And so I think that we've got a very strong coalition of the, the vast majority of students, a vast majority of parents, and a majority of the teachers, even though they might not publicly say it. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have a very strong coalition right now, and hopefully we'll end up keeping our computers. Yeah, well, we'll see. But um, every little bit that we're doing helps, so yeah. we'll, we'll see where this ends up. But. And if you haven't signed the petition yet, I would strongly encourage you to go and sign the petition on change.org and um, to send your, your message to the school board. Mm -hmm. Well, this brings us to today's second topic, a more lighthearted subject. Um, this week, uh, the class officers and I had started the sale of the winter dance raffle. Um, however, it didn't exactly go as planned. Um, on Monday, we sold about two tickets, um, and some people just donated money. That brought us up to a total of about $4.50. On Tuesday, we sold only one more ticket, and some people gave us some spare change, bringing our total up to $5.58. Now, that is a bit pathetic, I'd say, um, for the class officers, and including myself. I was hoping that uh, there would be a bit more interest uh, in the winter dance at this point, mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately there wasn't, and we can't just take $5.40 to charity and say, here you go, here's five bucks. So um, we have decided to postpone the winter dance raffle until the week after winter break, at which point I think the students will be mm -hmm. more excited about the winter dance. Yeah, I think uh, one thing you got to take into account is uh, the winter dance is still uh, pretty far away. It's uh, about a week and a month away. Mm -hmm. So I think as people kind of uh, find people to go with and kind of get excited for it, I think uh, a lot more people will buy tickets. So. Yes. And, um, you know, it would have been nice to... Um, be able to donate to charity before mm -hmm. um, the holiday season. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a, a nice thing to do, but unfortunately, uh, we weren't able to do that. Mm -hmm. That brings us to our third and final segment for this week's episode, and that is the passing of President George H.W. Bush, who died um, at his home uh, last week. And um, this week there was the state funeral in Washington, and there was a funeral service at the National Cathedral um, last Wednesday, which was attended by all the former presidents. Um, President Trump was there, um, the Obamas, the Clintons, and um, the Carters as well were also present. And um, something that was very interesting, I think, at the funeral was um, uh, the Obamas 
shook hands with the Trumps. However, um, the Clintons didn't even turn around to um, see that they had arrived. And I, I know a lot of the people on uh, the news networks have been analyzing this over and over. Um, what, what do you, I, I think we shouldn't be focusing on that at the moment. Mm -hmm. I, I think what we need to remember is the life of President George H.W. Bush. Mm -hmm. um, he, he started out um, it, basically at the bottom of political life. Um, yeah, the, he, he was the county executive um, in Texas, and then he became congressman, um, senator, and then he was the envoy to the United Nations, the ambassador to China, vice president, and then president. He started at the very bottom, and he went all the way to the very top. And I think that is the American dream. Major funding for the Fireside cast has been provided by Serpent Cinematography, Thunderstruck Studios, the Combat Robot Kev Foundation, empowering robotics engineering since 2016, and Evolve Turtle Productions, and from contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. If you'd like to sponsor an episode and have your name mentioned in the end slate, visit the Fireside Cast's Patreon page or contact a cabinet member for further information.